Welcome to the 3v3 Podcast, your socially distanced hockey chat show. Here are your hosts, Cassie, Pat, and Patrick. So last episode, I had posed the hypothetical question that if the U.S. military told all sports leagues that they could no longer use military terms anymore, what would you rename the team captain as? Boss man. (laughs) (laughs) I personally favor supreme leader. Ooh, chancellor. See, I, I I went down a bit of a Star Wars path thinking about, you know, all the, the flight crews, you know, Bravo leader, because the military does not own the Greek alphabet. No. This is true. Um, and then I, th- you know, I think I joked during our uh, post episode wrap up that we have each week, which is us just talking about stuff that we don't want to say on mic sometimes. Uh, but I joked it should just be media availability one, media availability two, and media availability three. And then I also spent way too much time deep diving into like 80s TV references, whether it be Saturday morning cartoons, just something that people of newer generations will not care about. (laughs) And then I just decided, the heck with it. This is our show. Uh, Yakko, Wacko, and Dot. There are your three captains. Dot obviously (laughs) being the replacement for the C. Hmm. I can't argue with that. But then I may be biased. So So I went down the the communism road. (laughs) (laughs) Comrade one, comrade two, comrade three. You know, well, I mean, you know, you change you change the C to a K and you're good, right? <laughs> oh, duh, duh. This is this is good. Yes. Uh, is comrade one? Is comrade two? Is comrade three? Is <laughs> making good talk with the with the referees? Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of why I went leader, and then I thought, so we have supreme leader instead of the captain, and then leader as as uh, the two A's. See, they could always go political too, right? You know, you have your president, your vice president, premier, yeah, premier, chancellor, king, emperor, vizier, czar. Want to keep it Russian? (laughs) Oh, you just never know. And then they get and see if we went with the if we went with the monarch, mo, you know the crowny stuff path. I can't speak English today. Monarchy. Yeah, thank you. Then then uh, they could pick their own names. Mm. Right. Ooh. So you so yeah. See. So you've Ooh. got you've got King um, Edward the Fifth. Yeah, King Edward the Fifth, who is the captain of the the. the <laughs> Uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. His, you know, his his birth name was John Tavares, but mm. his royal name is King Edward V. See, see, which went what d- that went over for a, a little while, but he 
he really kicked himself for not naming himself Wendell the second. Uh, <gasps> oh, there you go. See? Yeah. 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 You yeah. know, an, an unbroken lineage. For <laughs> I mean, 50 if, years. <laughs> if, if we want to talk about retired or out of circulation number debates getting out of hand. My God. Tampa Bay Lightning retiring Wendell Clark's number? What? <laughs> Does that mean um, uh, uh, Giordano would be King Jerome the second? Could be. I mean, he's certainly not a Lanny, so I would lean that direction. Okay. Well, well if we go the European leagues and, and, you know, the leading scorer off each team gets a, a fancy helmet or something, then we could we could have the, the leading scorer be, like, called something too. Well, see, there, yeah. Um, yeah, then, then you start going into champion, knight protector, paladin. <laughs> oh, you Lord. said pa- you say paladin, and I was gonna bring up. I, you have your green lion, your blue lion, and your red lion. Mm. Because obviously, the green lion is the smartest of the bunch. Oh dear God! Yeah, we can go down that road. <laughs> Look, we we make GM Voltron jokes down here in Carolina. Yes, I've, ta- I've taken this metaphor way too far in the past. But I was wise enough at one point to keep it to myself. What are mm. metas for? Mm. We were meta we go before with, it was cool. We could go with robot names. Transformers. I, I did think a Comrade Dr. Prime... <laughs> Would be would be fun. <laughs> oh, Padawan, <laughs> Youngling. All players on ELCs are now younglings. And they have to wear the um, and the Padawan. And AHLers are Padawans. Uh, draft prospects. Draft prospects. Draft prospects are younglings too. Mm. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think it's uh, players on bridge deals are your padawans, and they okay. have to wear that stupid rat tail. Yep. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's required now. It is. God. <laughs> not not that we're not ever known for completely going off topic, but that drove me nuts because I'd seen that fad in the eighties. When it was actually a thing, people were wearing the little rat tails. I had one. Yeah. For a brief time. And to see George, you know, make it a side rat tail, and that's some sort of. Oh, God. Uh, Viking braids. Viking braids is the way to go. <gasps> or you could do the whole martial arts side, you know? And you've got your black belts <laughs> and your yellow belts and your red belts. Mmm. And it's Grandmaster, you know? Mm-hmm. So your captain many, is your Grandmaster. How many ticks of, of red you have on your black belt kind of thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. One for each year that you're a veteran. Yeah. Senpai, Koha. There we go. Yeah. 
I think we did it. I think we solved this issue. I didn't know it was an issue, but we solved it anyway. Exactly. We're good at problems. We're good at solving problems that nobody knew were problems because whatever. (laughs) (laughs) They'll they'll, they'll become problems because, you know, we foresee things, but not for a while. That's that's because we foresee things. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if we didn't foresee them, we'd just be seeing them. Mm. What good would we be to the hockey community if that was the case? We'd just be like every other podcast. Exactly. Making problems and solving them since 2012. (laughs) (laughs) So what else we got? (laughs) Yep. Crickets. Yep. Yep. That about sums that up. All right. Yeah, I mean, it was nice, nice show, guys. Thanks, good job, good effort. I mean, we're not we we don't get the um, the emails from the PR playbook that some of the hockey insiders do, and that's why there was so much quote unquote news this week. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that oh news? Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. Is this like Montreal style news? <laughs> it's not really news but they like pretend it's news and it's covered in gravy and cheese curd mm-hmm. the the poo news <laughs> yep. <clears throat> yep or is it smoked news because <laughs> they like their smoked meats right it depends what street you're on i would guess well this is true which side of eighth street i think is the dividing line yeah, I'm not sure. I, I, I started to research this once upon a time, and then 2020 happened. Yeah, everybody started to research Montreal. Hey, we got to go because the draft's there. Oh, hi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a five-hour drive for me, and I haven't even been there yet. <laughs> yeah, I've never, I've never gone. And I've been to Quebec City a couple times, have not been to Montreal, though. Well, aren't you special? I don't I feel went, special. <laughs> I was going to say, I went to Windsor and I definitely did not feel special. <laughs> That's only because I had nothing to do a couple afternoons and it, that was before you needed identification to cross the border. Because honestly, outside of Once Upon a Time, who, who was there? Uh, Warren Reichel? I believe oh. uh, who, who stays in Windsor? The Royals, don't they? I mean, don't they have a house there? Is House of Windsor? Oh, wrong country, wrong country. Well, no, well, the Canada no. is technically yes. a monarchy, but but uh, didn't, <laughs> didn't some part of the family have to escape to Canada at some point? Or, or excuse me, uh, vacation in Canada, not escape, vacation. Uh, sure. I, I don't know. <laughs> Why not? Um, so, so the latest is what we we have a January, mid January start oh. date for the NHL and no, fifty eight games or something stupid. Is that the rumor Gosh. going around? 
break out a calendar and throw the piece of, throw some mashed potatoes at it and pick a day because that's all they're doing right now. Yeah, they don't know the posturing, no. the arguing, the venting in the press, and then not venting in the press, and then having everyone come out and try and do CYA pieces and blah. the negotiating that's not negotiating. Yeah. <laughs> like it turned into the negotiating that wasn't negotiating. Simply because Batman has no tact. It's either coasting or flooring it. Burn it all down. It's not a the conversation should have gone. Here's the reality of the situation. They need cash bad. And all the all the crazy infomercials that you would see in the middle of the day for, you know, cash stores. That's basically the pl- NHL players right now. Owners have a cash flow problem. Players are going to end up paying the owners back beyond just what escrow and their deferments will cover for this season. And they want it now. So JG Wentworth is what you're saying? Yeah, see, they're not a sponsor of the pod, and I wasn't going to mention them by name. Uh, But yeah, exactly. And through all my listening and reading, one of the biggest kind of takeaways from the week was agents and financial advisors for players are like, we could do a heck of a lot more with this money in our bank accounts for a couple months or a year than the owners will do for us. So uh, let's just make them wait. And I get it. And I get why the owners, you know, have cash flow problems because maybe they're not the best business owners but who's they're, it, rich. Who's they're rich pat if they don't get rich by being stupid you can't my, be stupid and get well rich. you know what my eight-year-old is also rich in you know a trading card game online with fake currency but you know they don't have the gold see it's because your son got off the gold standard didn't they yeah, he he's on he's, some. Uh, I don't Nick know. Nixon, <laughs> just Nixon it up, huh? Yeah, he seems to be doing well, even though he um, wastes his resources and undervalues certain things. Oh my God, he's destined to be an NHL general manager <laughs> and owner, <laughs> perhaps or owner <laughs> or owner. Like, dear God, those owners are going to have to like you know cut back and not and and not buy that yacht they were planning on buying to replace their current yacht. Uh, just drill another well. Come on, Pagula. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. No, they, no, that's yeah. not. No, that's not a thing because the. Uh, it could be a thing. Yeah. I mean, you know, could be a thing for them, but yeah. And uh, completely related, unrelated news, because if it's not a non-sequitur, it's not this podcast. Um, <laughs> NHL 94, the, the reboot, Yes. took me a while. 
because I had to stop using an Xbox controller like an Xbox controller. I had to use it like an old Sega controller. So the D-pad actually got used, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I have oh, had no. to do that on, on the Nintendo Switch with certain games where they're bringing back certain things for different anniversary here, different anniversary there. And it does take you a few minutes to realize, oh, I need to stop doing this and use the controllers the way they meant to be. The way we used to back when we were children. Yes. As much as children as we were. Could have been. Yeah, so in your heart, you could have been a child in your heart. Um, I was sure my doctor says I'm not anymore. Um, <laughs> but I, where I was going with this is, um, Connor McDavid's stupid fast in that game. <laughs> is he is he Ronick fast or is oh, he? He makes he makes Ronick look like John Scott. I had a. I'll be honest with you. I had a tough time controlling him the first game. I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> slow down there!" Are Are there any other contenders for teams you're not allowed to play with? Because that was a huge point of contention with '94 oh, yeah, you, originally. Yeah, you could be anybody but the Blackhawks because Ronick was just such a cheat code. Yeah. Um, so far, well, I mean, honestly, Cliff Ronning was the real cheat code. Oh god! Because he he had a friend. Yeah, that's true. Um, we could all use friends in this day and age. Uh, mm-hmm. So far, Edmonton's the only one I've found that has like you know sort of a hack because mm-hmm. you follow it up and they made and Drysaddle like I've played four games so far and every time Drysaddle's been on a hot streak. <laughs> okay. So of course you know what that does to stats, right? So he comes out being. St- stinking fast too and I'm like that's you know he's he's not the slowpoke but he's not McDavid oh my god McDavid ah you know I felt like Luis Gonzalez <laughs> in the Mighty Ducks too right yeah I had that picture in my head as soon as you were saying it and and honest to god I could it would have felt like I couldn't stop a couple times it's like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. <laughs> but it is uh it's definitely been mildly entertaining sort of Sort of going back and remembering why, you know, you used to get frustrated with that game. Because it just seemed like, you know, the goalies were their own cheats for the most part. And, but in I 1994, do, they were, though. Yeah, but I do like, <laughs> like the I, real ones. <laughs> seriously. Is that where the voodoo legend really started? It might Makes you think. It, it started with, uh, uh, all of those poor guys that got forced into playing goalie when they were little because they were the youngest person in like street hockey or or the shortest on, or pond hockey or whatever, yeah. yeah. And so and so or they, they just ended stay. up <laughs> right, and they ended up keep doing it even though that's not exactly what they wanted to do. They wanted to play out, and so because goalies aren't as crazy as they used to be because guys choose to be goalie now. But back in the day, they kind of really didn't. They kind of got forced in that position. And that kind of made them a little nutty, I well, think. That's my that's my personal theory. I never thought about it like that. That the reason that most goaltenders were sort of off their rockers 
is because they were that, that that kid. You know, the the bass player in every band, right? Right. Hey, we have three guitars. Someone needs to play bass. <laughs> oh, fine. I'll, I don't want to play bass. Mm-hmm. For all those years, and then and then they spawned a generation of bass players who did want to play bass. I see where you're going. Yeah, yeah. So like Patrick Waugh was the first one who was like charismatic and and highly entertaining to watch. He was still nutty, but he wasn't like um, Billy Smith. I'm going to like take out you, your family, and in half the town kind of nutty. Um, <clears throat> and so Not Patrick Waugh was. Like, huh. We think. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so, at least on the ice, so Patrick Waugh and Martin Bridger really popularized the, the position of goaltender. Whoa. Ironically, not in Quebec, which is where goaltenders used to be, you know, they used to be a goaltending like factory, but not anymore. Not to send Greg Wyshynski's radar off, but did Broder really popularize anything? He yeah. had a role made for him. It was because of him that they had the trapezoid thing put in. Yeah. Marty Turco was better, but I, I, I. But he didn't play on the East Coast. See. Ah, that that's where I was gonna go. He didn't play Mm -hmm. across the river from the NHL offices. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Where like every other game that was what was televised, nationally televised, was like someone from the tri-state area. <clears throat> but anyway, so yeah, but before that, it's like you you become a goalie because you're kind of pushed into it as a kid and you don't really want to be there, but you're actually good at it, good enough to be in the NHL, but that is not what you actually want to be doing. And that's kind of, I think, broke some guys' brains. That's my theory. This is definitely a plot of a Nickelodeon television show I saw babysitting <laughs> some cousins one time. I kid you not. See, I'm not the only one who thought of it then. Oh, <laughs> this is like some you know, weird, weird, hey, you know, hey, Arnold, except for it's Canadian. So, uh, hey, I'll, you know, oh no. hey, Jacques. <laughs> no, this was definitely not a... Um, Anglophile, or I, I don't know what the Canadian to American equivalent of Anglophile is. No, it was a show called Rocket Power, a bunch of about a bunch of kids on the California coast that like to do skating stuff, including roller hockey. Mm. And the okay. token nerd ended up being a fantastic goalie because he couldn't do anything else. And he didn't want to be goalie. Screw him for not wanting to be goalie. <laughs> you know, I mean, come on. It's it's more he moves from the Midwest to the West Coast, and he's just trying to find his spot where he fit, where he can belong. Fish and out like, of water. And like most goalies, he he finds it in the net. At least most. Goalies of a certain generation, as we now proven. Yeah, because they can't, you know, can't skate. Not puck handling. 
his Can't dad stay. has his dad drives everyone to the practices with the big giant van. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, I, yeah. I played yeah. with one of those. Yep. Okay, who's writing the screenplay for this? <laughs> I can tell you who shouldn't write it, um, but George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's one. Uh, I was also going to say uh, Jay Baruchel. That's two. Mm-hmm. Steve Simmons. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mitch Album. How's that John Scott movie coming? Mike Myers. I, uh, uh, so I'm going to put a pause right there because I did something I never thought I'd do. I attempted to watch The Love Guru and I couldn't even get through the opening credits. It was every on Amazon. Yeah, sorry, every once in a while. Go ahead, sorry. No, I was just, it was on Amazon Prime. I was like, okay, I just finished watching a really weird documentary about Dave Navarro and the murder of his mother, which I knew nothing about, but wow. Um, and so I needed something a little bit, I thought I needed something a little bit more light afterwards. And I threw that on and barely got through to like the, one of the opening where they start splashing some of the actors in the movie. And when I can't do this, this is awful. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll see it. I'll catch it like on a streaming service, and I'll look at it and I'll give it a good hard look. And I'm like, mm, nah, pass. Yeah. I'm not that bored. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um, I highly recommend then trying to avoid the cat in the hat uh, with oh, the I youngling. Yeah, I knew that was going to be bad. I didn't. I, <laughs> I have watched it several times, but. Um, yeah, live action isn't always good. Live action version of cartoons isn't always good. Yeah. Generally but I will speaking. say the number of pretty good uh, sports documentaries on Amazon Prime these days is really nice. Another one I watched and I couldn't. God, now I can't remember the name of it. I'm go, I'm drawing a blank. Dip. Let's talk more about escrow because that always gets everyone very excited. <laughs> I'll just say this to wrap up that conversation. When are, when is the league and the players association going to stop lying to themselves? And just do a faux rollback to get rid of escrow. Uh huh. When Gary, it's... when Gary Batman stops talking about quasi certainty. You mean after he's fired? Pretty much. Yeah. Because that's definitely in the works. I don't think so. I've I've I heard that a few times. And I'm like, mm, well, I think there is an exit strategy in place. 
I think I'm just wondering if there is a if the timetable has sped up. I think it'll be after Seattle formally enters and after a new U.S. contract is written. But I mean, I think he's on his way out, but I don't think he's going to be fired. No, I don't see him getting fired. I, I mean, I know we like to bag on the owners for being morons, but yeah. Um, even they would have to be have to acknowledge the fact that he's made them money hand over fist. Yeah, more than more than a lot of other people would have in that sort of same position, I guess. He's also deflected a lot of the blame from them, which is yeah. really more of his role. Is that he's the spokesman for for the board of governors and ownership, and so everyone targets him as being the bad guy and they don't actually realize he's just the mouthpiece for the guys behind him. Yeah. He's paid to be the bad guy. That's why he makes more than most players in the league. And why he like revels in the booze. He loves yep. being booed. I think he's just lying to himself there. <laughs> well, no, cause that's his job. His job is to like get the booze. It's so the owners and the uh, board of governors can like skate free and be blame free. Everyone has to have the common enemy, right? And the the fans' common enemy is Batman. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it boils down to. Is they've just sort of made him into the, they put him in that role, just because you know. Who else was going to do it? And, you know, I've heard all the talk of, you know, listening to them argue about millionaires versus billionaires, who's feeling sorry for who, that kind of stuff. And they're right, you know, by and large. Nobody looks good when you've got multimillionaires in a pissing match with, with multimillionaires or some billionaires and oh, woe is me, woe is me, money, 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 and all of us are like, uh, yeah, bite me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Batman, you know, Batman just gets to roll out there and, I won't say scot-free, but pretty close. Um, you know, like you said, gets gets to take all the heat and everyone else basically it's deflected. In the opposite manner, though, the players as individuals tend to get blamed more than the NHLPA, and I think the NHLPA should foot more of the blame than the players should. Uh, I'm not saying, like, significantly more. I'm just saying more. <laughs> yeah. The one person I will feel bad for is Donald Fear, only because, my God, these players that he's dealing with, I can only imagine... Just kind of um, the, the the peaks and valleys of one intelligence because, let's be honest, how many of these guys have an actual high school level understanding of anything versus your college guys versus this versus that? It's just... And not to mention, like, head injuries that compound some of that. Yeah, it... 
And the fact that you have to corral 700-plus individuals through a chain of uh, uh, hierarchical ladder, and then you're dealing with team politics and all, all that nonsense, versus just getting 31 rich individuals and really, um, you know, a half dozen. Well, I mean, if you think about it, you really only need to corral about 20 players. And then kind of the influencers more than anything. They don't have to be the top earners. They just have to be the influencers. Right. And once you've corralled them, you know, and then, then they'll tell two friends and then they'll tell two friends and so on and so on. And so on and so on. Right. <laughs> That's kind of how it works, right? Right. You know, and, and then to turn around and hear somebody say, you know, well, wait a minute. When we voted for it unanimously, <laughs> unanimously we didn't read it. I mean, it's like, come on. <laughs> on the owner's side, yeah. Yeah. Brexit. Let's just vote for it and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, how's that working out? <laughs> Is this Puxit? Yes. Puxit? Yeah. You have to be careful saying that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't understand it, and I didn't do the homework, and I didn't read it, but I'm just going to vote for it because everyone I know is. It's like, uh, um, told me okay, it was then, a good idea. <laughs> they told me it was yeah. a good idea. Then you can't complain if it blows up in your, fl- in your face because you didn't do the research. <laughs> oh, no, you can always complain. Nobody has well, to listen yeah. to you. Look, but. this is the NHL we're talking about. Some things will never change. There will always be something to complain about. Like the NHL? Precisely. <laughs> I mean, at this point, can we even isolate the things not to complain about? <laughs> the color of the ice? No. 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 Line color is is another one. You can't. Of course, there's complaints about that. The size of the ice. No, no, no. Yeah, because you have Europeans who are coming in from bigger ice sheets. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. The shape of the puck. No, I'm sure that, you'd find someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. It should be shaped like a football someone. or something. A ball. Well, I grew up playing floor hockey. It should be a ball. I can't control this puck. Why isn't it a ball like I used to play with on the streets as a child? Mm-hmm. Almost like it's two different games with the same premise. Hmm. Hmm. So, speaking of things that we can complain about, Ken Reed has several complaints about the modern day game. And he he was doing, and it seems like everyone that wrote a book that came out in 2020 is on the podcast circuit these days. At least for the most part, Ken's uh, books are quite entertaining, light reads, and uh, he's fun to listen to whether you agree with them or not. Let me pose this question to you guys. 
One coach and no tech on the bench. Yay or nay? This has been the 3B3 Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at 3B3 Podcast. We're available for NHL consulting at reasonable fees.